You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. This is the 9to5 Entertainment System. Keith, John, and Scott, because Sophie was sleepy. What do we talk about, Scott? We talk about all kinds of amazing, uplifting stuff, like the new True Detective television series on HBO. The things that my wife likes and doesn't like. Yeah, we talk cool. about the king in yellow. We talk awesome. a lot about Dark Souls too, Wait, sort of. Uh, we talk about ass crack photography. John, this is getting really dark. Michael, fucking Norwegian chess guy. Then we talk He's about Oshiaga and Heavy Montreal. How it's not MTL. Then we have the Keith's Beaver report, which is pretty awesome. And then it's Debbie Downer and my Jimmy's get rustled. The Ukraine and Quebec. Uh, yeah, and on the downer. It's pretty fun until then, guys. This yep. is the 9 to 5 <laughs> Entertainment System. God damn it. Anyway, so thank you to you, random Redditor who doesn't listen to this podcast, for offering to sell us something. Yes. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, guys. What's sure is. Wait, we're recording? Yeah, Man, dude, so much is going that's on. That's how we do. Nothing is going on. What do you... Scott, do you have a notepaper to take notes? Uh, oh, I'm taking notes? Yeah, you are. You have better penmanship. <laughs> have penmanship. That doesn't mean it's better. This is, key, this is comparing key, to people who level manipulation. It. Give a compliment. Get somebody to do something for you. <laughs> I have a pen. Um, you want a pen? Or this it's not rocket science, but it is working. Yay! Here, I'll get you a pen, buddy. What's uh, going I have on? a pen. I have a pen. I need some well, disposable paper. I think okay. the most exciting thing that is going on is that True Detective finished on Sunday. And um, if you're people who are like us, who enjoy things Lovecraftian, things detective film noir, and uh, HBO in general, then probably you've been following True Detective religiously. Pretty much. Yeah. I was going to say that, and, and the internet is not uh, is not super into the ending. We're not going to spoil the ending because no. Scott and presumably or some, some people, of the listeners, yeah, some of the listeners are not up to date. But the, the internet is not into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I understand that that feeling, but perhaps we will save that discussion for a time when for, Scott for a, for a later yeah. date when we've all watched. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. time, next time we record, I'll be caught yeah, up. I'm sure because yeah. my so, wife and I both like it. She, yeah, she, she, that she doesn't happen often. She usually, um, as far as I know, she doesn't like funny things. Um, she doesn't like things that are too scary. She doesn't like me. No, she probably likes. <laughs> she's probably Keith, more you into are funny and scary. So I guess <laughs> she's probably more into horror than I am. Actually, I'm I'm a little more squeamish than. She, but she has a she she has a little bit. I, I remember in like an email or something talking about her. She does have like a little bit, not refined tastes, but like. Well, she's less. Tastes. She's less for for torture porn, yeah. but I I also don't like jumpy things so. Like horror as a as a general appeal. So to me. so psychological weird. horror. Yeah, I like then, psychological horror, and I kind of like um like monster movie horror. Like um, I, I was gonna, I, w- I was thinking about this exact thing when we were or when I was watching True Detective. There is not a single jump scare anywhere in the show, and it is something that totally could authentically be called like like psychological horror yeah, the whole way sure. through it. You're and you're like you're certainly you're on edge for lots yep. lots of it like lots of the show you're like what's going on well Scott you think. just saw like, something excellent right that the end of episode four yes the, the big describe six it to yeah. eight minute long single shot action sequence yeah it's basically um, a group of bikers that mm-hmm. appear kind of tangent to the story as, as like following a lead as the detectives are mm-hmm. are going off uh, decide to rob a drug stash yep. In a very black neighborhood in East Texas, a walled neighborhood, like a controlled neighborhood, or something. Yeah, yeah. it got very the feeling weird. of like a it's weird like kind of like projects kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like all the like, exactly like a suburban same. project though, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. not like a giant tower, Baltimore project, yeah. like a yeah, like a Texas project, yeah. <laughs> like like Compton kind of, yeah. like looks like East LA, small houses and residential neighborhood. You're good with names. Yes. Who's the guy on SNL, Kieran? Something. Cure Knightley? No. Anyway, there's a guy on SNL. This is a thing that you can Google that is not spoiler related to True Detective. I'm still on Cure Knightley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just hang on to that. Sophie's not here. 
talk about Kira Knightley. Uh, she's on my five. Um, my wife hates her too, huh? Tara really doesn't like her neither. I don't get it. Anyway, so anyway, there's probably because she's on everybody's list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, there, he does a fucking like. Other than um, he doesn't have the look and he doesn't do any makeup, whatever. But mm-hmm. like mannerisms and voice, he does like a perfect McConaughey. He's just sort of like you can't understand me, man. <laughs> I'm like cobwebs, <laughs> just like <laughs> just like fucking like talking in weird like fucking McConaughey circles. So fucking good and he just yeah. goes on for like a long time and then like he's just like talking about these like the weird like McConaughey-isms and the guy's like that doesn't answer the question at all he's like I forgot the question halfway through <laughs> yeah. the, the whole uh, time is a flat circle from fucking true detective thing it's yeah. like it's like memes of like all the like doesn't matter time is a flat circle <laughs> like just random ass McConaughey fucking thing so the thing about true detective that we talked about a little bit on Sunday totally jumped away from that scene that we need to fucking yeah, so I like the McConaughey checks his pulse right at the yeah. beginning of it. And I was puts his, like, I puts his gloves legit. on as soon as he gets out of the car. He's just like, no fingerprints. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's, everything is going to go wrong here. And it sure does. Yeah. So they get into the projects and to then, steal some drugs. Uh, because the bikers are all tripping balls, everything goes wrong right away. They yeah. end up shooting some of the hostages and starting a gunfight against a whole bunch of the... Black gangbangers. In and out, man. Hurry it up, yep. Ginger. And they have to like break out of the projects. <laughs> All the bikers get yeah. get killed except for the one yeah. one that that McConaughey's character kidnaps. And the cops show up as the projects just go into straight up Armageddon mode. Okay, and the, the, what makes this incredible is that it is a single take that goes Through for eight minutes. Single yeah, shot. Single yeah. shot. Three, three buildings. Three buildings outside. Helicopter shot uh, over yeah. fences, and it's just like a, ha- a steady cam, I guess, where a guys like cameraman's following them, running circles around this thing. Yeah. Not, and it's not just like they walk into a room and then there's a steady shot of the room. Like McConaughey is standing in the doorway between two rooms that are both wait, having wait, action happen, and the camera pans from like the guys robbing where there's a grenade and thing. It goes Other to the room. house with McConaughey yeah. first, finds the kid, finds everything, you're just following him all the time. There's like like a mini fight yeah. scene that happens, like a hand to hand fight scene, which you gotta fucking. I feel just, that that just I a that really tense scene. Yeah, and riveting, riveting. And like and but, a technical achievement. Yeah. Fun, fun, interesting fact. That's that's the one episode I've seen so far that is not directed by the creator. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's same. It's right. No, that that this episode direct, had a different director. Yeah. Because I, I remember looking positive. on Wikipedia that it was like director and producer and writer is two different people. Like it's the same director and the same producer writer. It's not the creator writer of this episode. Check this. Fact yep. checkers. Oh, I'm gonna get on this. Uh, Guys yep. in the back. It's not the creator writer. It's a different director. This episode, I'm pretty sure the creator writer directed the first few episodes himself. I, really, I thought I don't know. I could be I could be mistaken. Well, we're gonna go. Yeah. So if you're not watching True Detective, like you really should invest some time into it. Friend of nine to five, <laughs> says it's the greatest thing that's pretty much been on television of all time. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's up there. It's got to probably get into a top five. Of I, I think it would be part of the discussion. I would be hesitant to go any further until on a single. Se- uh, yeah. But if you had to compare it on as a single season, a single season of television. Right, my f- favorite single season of television is The Wire season one which is darn near perfect mm, that's hard to say man I might go I with really season four or season three season three their, their shit is really together cop show yeah cop shows um, did you see the thing that 31 uh, 31 cop show cliches that True Detective is completely fucking guilty of no. where it's just sort of like two cops they don't like each other but they have to work together anyway on a case that's way more complicated and involves them spending more time than they probably should with each other so at one point someone literally turns in his gun and his badge yeah like, they do do that like you gotta turn in your gun and badge right now in my yeah. office now <laughs> asshole police Chief times two because of the time changes. Like it's just fucking like every fucking cliche. We're like it's a brilliant show, but to like to think that it really breaks the genre, like it doesn't. It just well, it doesn't. It doesn't have to. Yeah, it nails. It it, it kind of goes to show that like there are some genre stereotypes that they're there for a reason because they kind of work. And if you do them right, you're fucking. That's not a problem. I'll I'll tell you what the big thing, the big issue I have with this is this is an HBO show Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. kind of presents this dark, bleak version of Louisiana Mm -hmm. 
that's always dirty and everyone's kind of sweaty and disgusting. This town is like okay. a memory. I'm slowly forgetting. <laughs> like, right? like just yeah, everything right. is what. And I really wish True Blood took place in this universe. Yep. I mean, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Tram? Tram? I don't care about. I don't Because that also takes place in that. Yeah, no. Well, if True Blood took place in the Tram universe, it'd be much more musical. Um, so each and every episode has the same credits, directed by uh, Kerry Joji Fukunaga and written by Nick Palazzo, or Pizzolatto. Ha! Yeah, same director. All right, so, all cool. of them. Yeah. Anywho, right. great work, guys. Yeah. 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 No, so here's the, here's okay. the thing. More like this, please, TV makers. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm really excited to hear about some of the... Uh, okay, well, I'm going to finish okay. up with my thing, first of all. So, they reference in the show. It's no real fucking surprise. It comes out in, like, season two. Uh, episode. Uh, the, the King and Yellow... Or episode two. King and Yellow and Las Carbosa, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I believe, Robert Chambers or Richard yep. Chambers' book from written in 1890-something, which is, like, Lovecraftian in scope of its, like, madness and, like... So, certainly a strong inspiration for H.P. Lovecraft's... He, he cites it as one of his yeah. main inspirations, in fact. Like, like, not just, like, a strong inspiration. He's, like... He's, like, Chambers was, like, ahead of the fucking curve... Fucking, this is like strange fiction. Mm-hmm. This is where to go. Don't you think so, they would have Googled King and Yellow? That is a big <laughs> issue for me. I'm like, is does the book exist in this universe, or is this part of the universe that the book exists in? Because the book, the book exists in where uh, the book is about a bunch of people who read the play, The King and Yellow, that apparently reading like the second act. act of it or further makes you fucking go completely insane. So I'm like, so either, or not either, it could be a third option, because this is all public domain, it's fucking 120 yep. years old, or whatever More the fuck that. it is. Ish. Yeah, 124 yep. years old. Like, does the book exist? And if the book exists, why didn't they just Google Yellow King? Because you can do that. Even in and, now, yeah. and now a bunch of True Detective links will come up, too. But before True Detective, yeah. it'd be a bunch Richard of fucking Chambers. <laughs> Richard Chambers, <laughs> Chambers stuff. You know, it's like, you could find it on Google, guys, pretty much. Or a library. Also, yeah. Like, yeah. The thing that, like, the other twist that is that if it doesn't exist, then it sort of exists in the world of the book. And I'm like, so that means that the play might exist as a like suppressed I, thing, which they don't do. Not absolutely do not. Talk I, I about. have an answer, but, and I think we cannot discuss it until we discuss the final episode, which we. Well, yeah. like I said, there's the there's those five seconds that we're not going to spoil. There's about five seconds at the end of the towards the end of the final yeah. episode. Which I, for reasons that if you if you know what I'm talking about, I adore because of what it implies, like, what it could imply. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so it's awesome, Scott. You'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. working my way through it. So the internet is disappointed with this. I am not. I think it ended perfectly. I, I was like I, a little not jazzed when I sat down and watched the episode, and then upon yeah. like reflection later, I'm more and more pleased with you what sat they did. There quietly in your apartment, staring it was, into it, a tiny mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it, John, John has a little chair yeah. that faces a photo of the Queen, and it's his contemplation. I, I, and then me, me and the Queen had a chat, and. Uh, Sit down, stare at the queen, and yeah. contemplate. Anyway, I'm, I'm like, the more I think about it, the happier I am. I think, I think they couldn't have ended it any other way. That wouldn't have been just incredibly stupid. Yeah, I think it would. But we're gonna revisit this later. Yes, we will. Uh, and everyone else should catch up to us. Yeah, seriously, because ne- next week, everybody, internet, we want to have a serious sit down about the end of uh, True Detective. Yeah, two weeks from now. Two weeks. Set your clocks. Um, yeah, 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 the other thing, the other thing, True Detective, is that supposedly they're going to be keeping the same format for season two. But with two, different head with actors. With different yeah. actors. So I don't know whether or not they're going to try to, like... I wonder if Leonardo DiCaprio is going to try to get on the show. <laughs> to get the Oscar. But I heard, like, people are like, talking about, like, Dreamcast mm-hmm. and whatever. Leonardo and DiCaprio and Ted Danson. Wow. <laughs> It'd be, like, a similar sort of... Well, well the, I mean, who else from Cheers could you get? Kelsey yeah. Grammer? I don't think so Kelsey bad would. Kelsey Grammer would be all right. DiCaprio and Kelsey Grammer? Like, <laughs> okay. Kelsey Grammer is just like a... Be, Kelsey Grammer would have to be an internal affairs guy because he's like a prick. So you'd be like... Just like but he could do the voice so well. so well. Gentlemen. <laughs> <I'm> super low. <laughs> One of the Dreamcasts that I heard, because they were like, these guys aren't doing anything because their show is fucking mm-hmm. ended, uh, would be... Uh, John Hamm and Brian Cranston. And I was like, wow. Super fun. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'd be into that. Just as a 
just as Don Draper and the, Walter the other, White, just police the The other cool part about about the the future setup where it's two other detectives in a different setting is they could do another trope of the film noir of like it's in a in a city where it's dark and raining twenty four seven, and they're like gumshoes yeah. and like the the long coats with the fedoras and whatever, and like yeah. where would you go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they wanted to, yeah. They wanted wet to do it, they, all the time. Like, no, but if they wanted mm-hmm. to. If they want winter like, something in winter, there's not enough cops in winter. Huh. Do, do like, but that's a shooting, shooting. Yeah, they hate yeah that's amazing. Haha, <laughs> 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 take that. Like, do Chicago like, in winter. And if they wanted to tie the uh-huh. two together, right? And they wanted to even do that dark raining stuff, they could do New Orleans during like Katrina. That's just fucking raining the whole. Oh yeah, time. a nightmare to to like actually mount. Just rain all the time. Yeah, I I watch this thing. I like, I like the idea of of weather interfering with evidence. Like I watched Dexter. Yeah. And you know, early Dexter when it was still kind of interesting. Uh-huh. And I always mm. pictured him looking at blood spatter patterns on a snowbank, going, "Fuck, I have some photos now." Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna melt. I don't know if they got there. It's a bit of a throwaway line, whatever. But when they're supposing the the serial killer, they talk. But I'm just saying, like, if if they didn't want to tie the two in together, they talked about the fucking like havoc that he fucking must have wreaked during Katrina. So if they want to tie those two together, you could have some fucking co- like city cops involved. If they wanted to have them involved in the mega art, I I would see it. Like so many shows get a good thing, or so many even movies, even video games and whatever, they get a good thing, and then they they like they're afraid to branch out in the same universe. They just want to keep revisiting the same core concept over and over again. So like in this, like they have a really good setup. It's true, but if they did something in New York completely unrelated, but it was called True Detective also, and it connected only thematically to this show, that to me would be the best way to go about it. Like don't keep revisiting the same cult. Then you drop. Well, you got to be careful about breaking. <laughs> Yeah, you, you break do. too far out, you end up with the season two of The Wire, and you're just like, "Wait, what is this about again?" Stevedores. They bring it back together though with The Wire. Uh, you didn't finish uh, it, did you? No, no, no. Yeah, that see, that's but your like, problem. You didn't get back. The whole thing comes together. Okay, but then you're planning in for like ten seasons. Yes, of... but if you do that right, that's better than these these one-off shows. I guess it, it depends. It depends on how much if they're gonna. Like I feel that there's like elements of this story that could like still use investigating. It, that is absolutely yeah. true, but it'll it'll break the mystery of it if you do explore it the whole way through. Might. What are you? Or We're trespassing could... dangerously close to spoiler territory, so let us <laughs> let us move on to other things. Especially because okay, the internet's going to get bored having to hear us say all these things two two sessions in a row. Too many times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I know John was intending on being like I played Dark Souls two all day, but then that's he true because fuck you Amazon. I pay, I paid you to have it at my house today. <laughs> I paid and you it's good in money. Mississauga right now. This is unacceptable. <laughs> this is first world problems. So have you heard, have you have you read any of the, any of the oh buzz? friend? I have not seen a single screenshot of gameplay. I don't. I don't. Apparently, people have raged. I don't about watch it. I don't. So. I haven't. I haven't seen a single thing about it anywhere. Anything. I don't know a single it's, thing. It's basically just the Dark Souls version of Flappy Bird. <laughs> like that did really well. Let's just do that. Flappy have bird. you tried playing this game, Scott? Because that's kind of what it is. Flappy Bird. <laughs> have you ever? I watched a kid at the hospital play Flappy Bird for like half an hour. Really? And got to like nineteen every time and just kept dying. I was like, oh, play again. Every every now and then, I'm like fucking schooled in the like the level of video game like just like I don't even know like raw talent mm-hmm. and it's usually by Andrew McLean really? Andrew McLean is just like yeah Flappy Bird's fucking easy <laughs> and it was just sort of like look 200 something on a score like, wow he's just like dup, 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 dup. he's like once you get the rhythm it's fine <laughs> you're like what the fuck and like you watch videos like Flappy Bird is apparently like a fucking nightmare of like tapping mm-hmm. directly and he's like just every now and then, I mean... I've never fucking... played a single second of Flappy Bird or watched this a This is the same Andrew McClane that I beat at Street Fighter? You probably would not beat him at Street I Fighter. I beat him at Street Fighter with Blanca. I think you beat him if he was joking no, around. No, I beat him with like... Blanca and he got really mad. What, was it... <laughs> then, then hold on, hold on, hold on. Was like he blackout stop. drunk? No. Oh, he was just yeah, cause, cause... really mad. <laughs> I don't know, he's kind Andrew's of a monster. He was really a monster at Tree Fire. I played Blanca and cheesed him to death and then retired. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. accidentally beat him. I'm not yeah. saying my talent was great, but I, I, guess, I guess everybody throws a match every now and again. Uh, it was yeah, great. Although, like, like and, but he's even quick to say, he's like, he's like, fuck, he's like, I just think I was, like, pretty good at Street Fighter. He's like, and then I played some people at PAX, and it's like, nope. I'm not that good at yeah. Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, yeah. 
So I have nothing to say about Dark Souls 2, but I'm sure I will in two weeks. And I'm, uh, I, this is like a Christmas, and I, I haven't been this excited about a video game launch in, in like a decade, easily. I, I was not this excited for Dark Souls, because I had played through Demon Souls and then watched nothing, seen no videos, whatever. So, But I didn't really know if they were going to get Dark Souls right. And then it was only upon playing it that I realized that, holy shit, they actually did get it right. And it was great. Um, water. And, um, but no, for this one, I'm, I'm super excited. Christmas. I have, I have no idea tomorrow. what Dark Souls is. It's like a fantasy... I, I've never talked about this? I'm sure I have. It's like a fantasy adventure game that brings back old school, like, 1980s difficulty level okay. with um, really, like, a dark story that is not given to you. You have to go into the world and get it. Nothing is explained. They don't have cutscenes to like explain things that are going on. You're just like alone in this grim universe that doesn't even look like you belong in it. And what's the gameplay like? Is it you like control parallel parallel it to me give me an example. Is it like um a Bioshock? Is it like a think about it like a third person kind of Bioshock. Okay. It, it's a Metroidvania in that you like go around, you get a thing to unlock another area, you beat a boss, it opens up another area, blah, blah, blah. And um, So the gameplay would be like similar to a Tomb Raider type game? Yeah, a little bit, except that the um, it's extremely unforgiving. Like, if you fuck up, you're dead. And um, when, you, when you die, all of your progress, like all of your XPs, die on your body. And so if you fail to get back to that point and you die again before getting your XPs back, they're all gone. So you cannot progress until you get better enough to get past an area. That sounds fun. It, it It's like, it's very frustrating, and people flip out, and it's not for everybody, but it is extremely rewarding. When you get to a boss who, like, whips you seven ways from Sunday, but then you die on him a hundred times, you figure out his attack patterns, you get better, and then you take him down. It's glorious. That is my least favorite part of video gaming since Super Mario World. Figuring out attack patterns on a boss. Well, that was, like, really, when I played Mario World on my Super Nintendo, that was my sister's job. My kid sister would come in and beat the boss levels, and I would play the, the rest of the levels. Huh. John, I'm just going to throw this out here, but you need a girlfriend. <laughs> if you find the experience of playing an incredibly frustrating well, game, that it takes, like, memorization and, like, understanding delicate, like, details about what's going on in front of you to try to interpret it, to fucking navigate it in just the right way, you're describing a... Shitty relationship. Well, this is this is taking a hobby seriously. Just like you guys like watching men in spandex bump into each other and the stories and drama that like revolves in that little fictional universe. I've rarely watched the same match twice. Okay, but you guys still talk about it and That's go on the internet. You watched you watched Seamus versus Christian, what, two times, three times the last couple of weeks? <laughs> same dudes are fighting, it's a different okay. match. Well anyway, I just happen to be pumped about this kind of thing. Yeah, and, and you're you're not the only person. No, you're not right? like, like, And Ross is fucking super excited for yeah, it. Yeah, especially the multiplayer. Ooh, it's so good. Yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, you mean like the invasion yeah. thing? It's not like a, it's not like a PvP. It's just the invasion. Of, well, that is PvP. Which I mean, it is PvP, but it's not like a death match yeah. or whatever. It's just it's a multiplayer in Dark Souls is very different from. Yeah. So when you're like, when you're when you're when you play the game, you're automatically online by default. And anybody who wants to can kind of, or, or and has the power to in their game can walk into your world and then murder you, and then you go back to the start and you drop your XPs back where you were, and the person goes back to their world and gets a bonus and gets some of your souls. So, like, you're not only is the game trying to beat you, but other players are actively trying to hamper your progress. Fun. And often there will be people like myself who like spend all the time at a very low level to get all the best items, and then invade with impossible to kill powered up characters at other people's very low levels that's right that's right it's wonderful guys <laughs> <laughs> again I'm just gonna float this out there maybe get a girlfriend <laughs> I was doing all of this when I had a girlfriend why don't you why don't Are you, you gonna... hire a girlfriend online play video games with you that's a service I was gonna say you should you should you should blog like like Dark Souls Daily be like, here's what I, I did. I feel like I'm today. a day behind everybody else. There's already an overwhelming amount of content on the internet about Dark Souls 2. I've had trouble avoiding it whilst cruising Reddit today. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all over our. Sl- I thought Reddit was about bees things today. Bees? Yeah, there's tons of people who are, like, stung by bees in their pictures. Oh, also, that guy taking pictures of people's asses at the Magic the Gathering competition. Yeah. <laughs> I love this serious face in every single one of them. I got to get his together like he's the, the two pack pose with yeah. his hands. 
That's too bad. Or like the one where it's like extreme <laughs> close up of like half his face and the guy's ass on the other side. Well, you have so to imagine good. he didn't have the same photographer for all those pictures, right? Of course he did. I kind of like to think he did. Yeah. yeah, it's like a friend. His friend just took that one extreme. Did you see people have already started photoshopping him into things where there's like they're they're at like a porn <laughs> convention and it's like some chick dressed up as Princess Peach but her ass is totally exposed and they just photoshopped him <laughs> in right right beside it. Just like there's it. Yeah. I was reading. I thought it was funny, but also kind of made me question that guy's motivations. Hey, he's never looking at it. You're the one looking at it. Exactly. He was scouting it out, though. (laughs) Maybe the camera guy was. Maybe that guy was unaware. He's he's completely unaware. Stand there. I'm gonna take a picture. (laughs) It's not good. Stand there. (laughs) That makes it even funnier. I like that. Yeah. I forgot the name of the guy. Which guy? The article that I read in preparation for nine years. Well done, buddy. He had had one job. (laughs) About chess masters. The Mikael... Just say Bobby Fischer. No, it's yeah. not Bobby Just Fischer. Say Bobby this, is, Fischer. this is the large point about him is that he's 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 like he this guy's name Mikael fucking Ruski's Norwegian. Okay, whatever. Mikael Norwegian chess yeah. guy. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> is like is now in the conversation of like Kasparov and Bobby really? Fischer. Like they're like yeah, like they're like is this guy that Can't good? Can't just get Kasparov, get them to play. But it wouldn't necessarily matter because you're talking about single matches versus careers, right? So it's like, yeah, they could play, whatever. But uh, so he is has now a higher score, Bobby Fischer, higher points than Bobby Fischer and Kasparov. Wow. Like he's he has a higher score than both of them put together. But then there's like a question of like he's never uh, beaten a supercomputer or been 12 years old, right? right. But however, <laughs> you know, yeah, he, ha- he has been 13 years old, fucking dominating. Yeah, but he things. wasn't. The first thirteen years old dominator. So right. Fuck this guy. So yeah, there, there, there's all, and and also apparently like his style is a like an incredibly defensive game, which like at least part of the strategy is to like wear an opponent out into making a mistake. Weird. Yeah, which is just like like fucking weird fucking moves. And then like if you look at like the time he takes for a move on a timed mm-hmm. game, he takes a really long time at the beginning. Oh, so and then speeds so up the at the gets end. Stressed out at the end. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So he's like, he's wasting his clock on the thing. So the guy's just sitting there, being like, "This fucking move three. What the fuck is going on?" So there's like a weird fucking like psychological edge of this guy. Also, he takes the um, like when they talk about like on two day competitions, he goes incredibly slow the first day and incredibly fast the second day because of like, I guess like study. Or whatever else like that. So he's like, he can now like base himself on the guy. So they're like, is he a great chess master or is he just like a good strategist? Well, are like they hand in hand. Like exactly. That's why. Hence the the conversation as to is this guy like supposed to be in a Kasparov fucking Bobby Fischer? He did this thing uh, last year where he had ten simultaneous chess matches matches with uh, Harvard law graduates <laughs> blindfolded. What? And beat them so all. So he memorized the fucking ten different boards. He had ten boards memorized in his head Why? going well, on at okay. the same so time. The, wouldn't it be really easy to to gauge exactly how good he is if he played like Big Blue? I don't know. I, I like Big Blue's programming. You could just set him back to where he was when he played Kasparov and see what happens. I thought there I mean, were like, like people also participating on the, the Big Blue side who are not chess masters, but who like had some kind of filtering. I don't think they just left the program running to make all of the decisions. Oh. Well, but anyway, but it's just the conversation because they're like, even though like, like the the conversation is really about like they ha- he has to have more high profile matches against chess masters. Apparently, 2014 is a big year for okay. this guy, Michael Norwegian right. chess Michael guy. Michael fucking Norwegian chess guy. Yeah, it's, that's right. it's written down. That's the one. That's how that's how you pronounce it in the. the You'll notice I didn't I didn't put a region. K in fucking. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it fusing when I have to read that. Exactly. Just throw a couple umlauts in uh, there. Way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I'm just saying, it was like it's really interesting that there's like possible like the the ascension of a new chess master guy whose name could be eventually like in par with like Kasparov. I, I really don't sure understand to, why sure they don't get Kasparov and just get them to play. Like, be sure to the check the out the nine to five store soon because we're gonna have a new T-shirt out celebrating Michael fucking Norwegian chess guy. <laughs> That'd be the best. Those big black letters on white t-shirt. Watch for it at Oceaga this year. Oh, man. Oceaga. Did you see the, the lineup this year? Lineup nope. is amazing this year. Oh, I am actually, for the first time, so, for the first time, I think, in just about ever, 
the lineup looks good enough that I'm considering to go see uh, all okay, three so days. What are there, there are 18 to 19 acts that I would like to go see. God my, damn, it my, looks my, like an Oshiaga lineup, too. Not like... Oshiaga with also the Beastie Boys and the White Stripes. Like, okay. So the like the headliners are Outkast, okay. Jack uh, Arctic Monkeys, Arctic Monkey. yeah. Jack White. Secondary headliners, there's Lord, uh, AWOL Nation. Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Does AWOL Nation have any other songs other than that Sale thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got this yeah, yeah. great remix of Sale. Yeah, everybody has a great remix of Sale. There's like 8,000 of them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 right. Those are all good. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, did, he has. I listened to his. his uh, no, I'm his, hoping for Oshiaga. He just plays Sale like, like ten seven different, different ways. ways. His EP. <laughs> I listened to his EP. Uh, Saint Lucia is there. Um, AFI's there. AFI's there. That's what? like super random. Uh, <laughs> like, Chance the Rapper. I've been talking about all year. Gonna yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah. Chance the Rapper is going to be there. Okay. Odessa's there. Uh, there's fucking there's some there's some I'm forgetting. Yeah, I feel there's like a lot there's like there's like a lot that I'm forgetting. But it was like just like going through the list. I was like, wow, there's like a bunch of like my my justification for uh, music prices is generally speaking, if I would pay like ten to twenty dollars for these bands on their own, if I can add up <laughs> that to the ticket right. price, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll buy that ticket. You know, it's like like usually it's like, like to go see like a day of heavy MTL and like other five or six bands I would go. Heavy MTL is pretty good this year too, eh? No, 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 no. Uh, it's all the punk bands. It's heavy. It's heavy Montreal now. It's no longer heavy okay. MTL because it's not. And including Metallica and Slayer. Which are like, well, those are pretty good. And then you also have, right? So it's going to be yeah, it is ma- yeah. super cool. However, you also need to deal with Offspring, Bad Religion, uh, Dropkick Murphys, uh, Pennywise. Okay. Well, other than I'm Pennywise, like, I would, I kind of like all those guys. But no, but here's the, here's the none of those were ever even that heavy in their heyday. Like I'm like these are bands fucking like 20 years outside of their relevancy yeah. who were never even that hard. Like if they were like, oh, it's fucking suicidal tendency in the Circle Jerks, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense because that's like fucking hard yeah. punk. These they were never okay, hard okay. punk. So None they're, of them. They're still punky and whatever. It's still going to be a fun show. I never seen the Offspring. But, it's like it, it, punk. but there's a warp tour for that. Is there? Yeah, that still exists. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Vans warp tour still around. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, like well, I, I don't. Well, like, I, Metal Metalocalypse going to be there. Metalocalypse going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too metal. No, nope. makes me. The only it's only not thing the big thing anymore. Right. It's not heavy MTL. It's heavy Montreal. Also, I'm but really yeah, sad exactly. Sophie's not here to have this discussion because she's so punk. <laughs> yeah, and that's that, that's the other thing too is I was like Slayer was just in the middle of the lineup two or three years ago, and now they're headlining a day. Not just to take away from Slayer, but it was like like the day that I saw it was like who was after Slayer? I forget what the like, but I, there was Megadeth, Alice Cooper, and Slayer were on the same day. You know, and I'm like, now it's just like Slayer on one day and no other bands that like get close to Slayer in terms right. of like crazy metal cred. Metallica's a huge fucking get, yeah. don't get me wrong. And Metallica on Demand I think is super cool, you know, but yeah, yeah, Metallica yeah. on Demand. It's, it's but it's, it's venue by venue, right? It's not just for like the tour. So it's like you can have, and like I was looking at the li- like the first leg of the tour, like there were some like very different I'm just lists. saying I'm not super surprised that Metallica finally shows up the year <laughs> it all goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> And like I, I don't, I don't really understand why they would get away from just booking metal acts. Like just book Maiden every year, everyone would be yeah. happy. Maybe it costs <laughs> like, too much. Is that is that a thing? But I can't imagine that like these metal bands have a much like more expensive fucking rider. Like like those are big punk bands. Like Offspring, Bad Religion, okay, no, fucking. They were big punk bands a decade ago. When was the last Offspring okay, album? Wow, you. I don't I know. To the last, last Slayer album. Slayer still puts out albums. So does Offspring. No you just way. don't know about it. Bad, bad Religion yeah, does. I, I listen really? to it. Bad album. Religion absolutely yeah. does. It sounds yeah. a lot like all of their other albums, but that's <laughs> this kind of same the same thing for Slayer, Slayer really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally looking up Offspring. I don't believe you for a second. I feel like I would have heard about that. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Oshiaga looks really good. I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. I'm excited to Oshiaga. Actually, I'm probably going to do two, maybe three days even, depending on how the lineup spread mm-hmm. is. Like, are these guys there? That'd be might fun. Be there. I'm probably not gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna be excited for the poster though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, did you see the cool? Um... Oh, modest mouse. Oh, modest mouse. Modest mouse. Modest mouse is another, That's good. The, the, I started listening yeah, yeah, to them yeah. again. I don't know why I never like so got involved into it, but like I've listened to like um, on Groove Shark or whatever a whole bunch of their albums the last couple of days. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, modest so mouse good. Is, uh, is really... Oh yeah, Skrillex. Really? 
Yeah. Which I'm like, I was like, absolutely not a draw, but I kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see Skrillex happen. And I was like, and I also, I was like, I don't really, like, I don't know what kind of, what kind of pull does Skrillex have anymore, like, specifically in Montreal. Like, I'm sure there's places that he would do, but yeah. I, like, I feel that Montreal's over Skrillex. Uh, like, I could be completely uh, wrong. A bunch of Skrillex not too Skrillex. long ago. Just like yeah. a, like a random sampling of his stuff. Just to be like, I need to experience the Skrillex. So I can yeah. know what I'm talking about. I think it's kind and, of fun. And the best of his stuff is his, his remixing of Corn, Because you're, you're really just like taking the same audience ten years apart. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like the same kids. Like the people who were kids listening to Corn. if they were kids in the future, they would listen yeah. to Skrillex. And vice versa. Like if you took those kids, put them back in time, they would And I was just like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, his remixes aren't terrible. Like apparently too, I was like, I was like reading this thing there. Like he's been doing apparently in the past couple of years. Like he's like, I doubt, I doubt he would do it at a concert the size of Oshiaga. But apparently he's played shows to being like, by the way, there's barely going to be any dubstep at the show, like well in advance. And it's just him like fucking DJing. And apparently he's like, pretty good. Oh. Isn't that his thing before? Yeah. I suppose. And then he was like, he got. My favorite thing about Skrillex was the time he got trolled by. Dead mouse. Dead mouse. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Skrillex, where went to the Grammys with Skrillex's actual personal phone <laughs> number t-shirt. on his t-shirt. Skrillex's <laughs> number. You mad, bro? <laughs> Just That's amazing. No fucking reason. I was like, Dead mouse is one of those guys where I was like, I'm always a little bummed that he's not doesn't make better music because a lot of his like jackassery, jackassery, and like just when he was like fucking shitting all over Madonna, like I really got behind that. Okay, I'm trying that. to get the date, but it was like their last album was 2010, Offspring, yeah, which I guess is still okay. Still, you're right. They might have something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's why Modest Mouse is on the huh. show. Oh yeah, Nick Cave. Nick, Nick Cave is gonna be there. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a like quite a bit more stacked than. Yeah, and, and a little bit more Oceaga than it's been in a while. I don't understand when you yeah, keep I'm saying not, that. Just not at all. the first Oceaga was this great indie set of music like yeah, the the, the, yeah, yeah, the, peop- the bands that were there were bands that your friend kind of heard of or you heard of one or two of them and then there's a lot of other stuff you're like oh man that's a lot what I'm into mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it was such a huge success that the next year it was just like Virgin Radio are you saying people haven't heard of Outcast? no but even <laughs> even then of <laughs> all the rap artists Outcast. you could get to headline a concert like that yeah. it's, yeah. it's Outcast and it's, like, it's and not Jay-Z and, and Kanye West and well, yeah, also, and, like, the supporting fucking hip-hop guys are childish and fucking right. Yeah. Dance, right? So it's, like, that's also pretty, like, pretty indie rap. I don't know. I, I got, like, my, the last time I went to Oshiaga was, I think, two years ago, whatever, which was, like, just for, like, the the, the single-day lineup. Where right, like, it's not Macklemore in there, in the lineup, right? And I think Macklemore played in Oshiaga last year. Yeah. The, la- the last one, the last Oshiaga that I went to, the lineup where it was, um... Who does the, the, the Ratatat? That's right. <laughs> so it was like it was Ratatat, uh, fucking Hot Chip, cool. uh, Death from Above, Lupe Fiasco, someone else, and Elvis Costello. Wow. Was headlining That's right. And I was like, I was like, that is a day of music that I would enjoy, and that was really good times. And that was when Death from Above made fun of City in Color. There were a bunch of people not dancing, and they were just sort of like, oh, you guys aren't into our stuff. I guess you're really big city and color fans. <laughs> <laughs> like, the funniest is like, aren't they both from Toronto? I was like, there's like a real chance that they know each other. <laughs> like, it's not just like shitting on a random band. Like, you probably know each other. I was, just, I was just gonna say, any news on the new Death from Above album? I looked it up. I looked it up, and there's no news. But apparently, they were like, they were in the studio. Be- end of they keep last saying year, that they keep studio. going in studios and not putting out discs. <laughs> yeah, well, like I think they just like, they go even, in the even... studio. It's soundproof. They yell at each other as loud as they can. Do a shitload of coke. Well, I think that, that's, the w- yeah. that's the one. Thing, that's the one thing though. Like the, everything that I read about it is they're like, like they're fucking OCD like crazy about it. They're like, look, it's gonna come out when it comes out. We really don't have that much pressure to fucking release yeah. this thing because like except from us, like. Yes. Fuck yeah. you guys, get it done. <laughs> yeah, but like, but do you think that they fucking care? <laughs> like, like they're like, it's not they do. about don't, like. Don't fucking dismiss their feelings true. towards us. That's true. Sebastian Granger and Jesse Keeler are long-time listeners yeah. of the show. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's it. But it's just, but they're just like they're like we're not we don't have like they're like there's no label pushing for a date. Right. There's no right. anything like that. They're like so we're gonna do it when we do it. Which I'm like I can also kind of get behind. 
Like, looking at you, Green Album from Weezer that sucked a dick because fucking Geffen made it come out fast. It is possible there was no saving that thing. That, uh, absolutely. You know, like, no, but you know that, that that's the second album they made, right? They scrapped an entire album and then were like, the date didn't change, so then they made the Green Album super yeah. fast. So, well, okay. And I'm not it's not, not like they have a host are, of other albums that came out afterwards that redeemed them in our eyes. Come on, man. They're the Make Believe and the other one after it. Maladora. Yeah, it was like... Were much better than the Green They were barely tolerable, and they were definitely n- nothing in a pale... Nowhere close to Pinkerton or the Blue Album. Fair. They were still much better than that the Green Album. That <laughs> like that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm um, really... I'm really excited for when Weezer comes back to heavy Montreal a couple of years. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> they have guitars that are electric. Mm-hmm. So did any of you guys actually get around to watching the Justin Bieber nope. video? Nope. Oh my god, I, so I, I, <laughs> Let's just move on and leave that without context. <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> no, come on. Bieber news is always on the show. Mm-hmm. So Keith so, really wants us to check out this Justin Bieber video. Bieber news. So, um, <laughs> this is so fucking funny. And like, if you're listening to this right now after the show, or pause it, or whatever the fuck you need to do, just Google Bieber deposition and look for like the. Four okay, what's the video. setup behind this thing? I totally. So the setup is is that one of his uh, bodyguards attacked a photographer mm-hmm. and like apparently beat the shit out of him or some shit like that. And there's at least the inkling that it was like at Bieber's request. Huh. So, however, the photographer uh, doesn't necessarily have a case against Bieber, but he definitely has, has at least something to go to court against right. the bodyguard. So they're taking the bodyguard to court. So now Bieber's doing this deposition, which is where, you know, like they sit down and they grill him. Yeah. Talk, talk to you like a fucking, like they grill you more than they usually do in court because it's like you're a, a pee person to the fucking. Okay. Yeah. There's like, so there's on, this least, is police who are grilling him? No, it's the, it's the okay. prosecutor. Okay. Right. Like, I think that the deal with the deposition is that you get to, like, grill the guy for, like, a really long time because of the fact that he has, like, a tie to the tie to the crime. Like, he's not just okay. a witness, right? Like, I don't think, like, like if my neighbor fucking committed a crime, I wouldn't have, like, a fucking four-hour deposition. If you committed a crime... Then we were I'm hanging like, out that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. That's it. So it's not, necessar- it's not necessarily, like, part you being guilty or part of it but it's like it's still a it's a you're lot c- clearly like a, a key player and your work your testimony it's is like a long important. arduous yeah. thing and fucking he's so funny in it like he's so funny he like he looks at the camera and like fucking pops his collar and like plays with it and like checks himself out of the camera like well, all the lawyers like talking to him and he's like at one point they like, gestures up to a tv he's like if you watch this film right here and it's just like so like uh, like paparazzi yeah. footage and he turns and he's like i'm sorry you said this was a film <laughs> this doesn't look like a film Wait a minute. This looks like some clips. This, this isn't is a film. In court? I've seen films. No, no it's not in court. It's but under it's in oath, the, right? Yeah, it's under uh-huh. oath. It's like, <laughs> it's like, this is a film. And then you're just sort of like, do you know what's Usher's full name? I don't know. It's like Stephen something Usher the Third, right? Or Richard something. They're like, do you know this full guy? He's like, no. He's like, do you know someone named Usher? He's like, that sounds. Can't he get in trouble for fucking around when he's under oath? Like. Yeah, because they totally want to drag fucking Justin fucking Bieber in front into court in front of a judge and a jury uh-huh. of his peers. Well, I won't for what for being a jackass. His lawyers would just chew that up, and Lindsay Lohan can murder someone and get. He was answering to the best of his recollection and stuff like that. He's like, "Have you ever been to Australia?" He's like, "I don't know. Have I ever been to Australia?" Like to like his people. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't recall. It's just like yeah. all the time. Like one point, the guy's asking questions. He's like, Hey, guess what? With a smile, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gold. I'm like the fact, and I was like, I was like, props to the kid for fucking like it was four hours, right? It's a four hour fucking like the full thing is four hour long. It is like to keep your like your jackass shit face like. Is, is it possible it's not a front? Since 2011, right? Is it possible it's not a front and he's actually like a total tool bag? Like, no, 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 no. Like he's like you see him, he's like laughing, smiling, like winks to the camera yeah. and stuff. Like, okay, I, okay, I, I guarantee, good. like his fucking the best fucking part is he's like, would you say that Usher was instrumental to your career? And he's like, I was found on YouTube. I was detrimental. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude, <laughs> you're the 
best kid in the world. High five, Justin. High five, Justin. You did something hilarious. And like it was just like it was hold like on, hold on, hold on. did something hilarious. Come on, he got another, another hilarious thing. thing. There was him peeing in a bucket. There was him being escorted outside of a Brazilian whorehouse with his friends. There was, I mean, there's a lot. Him, him being accused of fathering some 38 year old baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Justin's been the busy. best. Yeah. Anyway, either way, like for, sh- when for sure, for sure, for sure. Lindsay Lohan, like that would just no be amazing. <laughs> or no, 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 no. The chick from Hole. That'd be great. Courtney Love. Except with Courtney Love. Gross. Yeah. 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 Anyway. anyway. In conclusion. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. He was just coached to, like, don't fucking say anything. Don't recall like, anything. Don't just, recall, just, yeah. Don't recall yeah. anything. Just fucking play yeah. dumb. Just play whatever. And just went with it like a fucking grade A douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> like, so fucking funny. Highly recommend. <laughs> Would watch again. Sarah and I were watching it last night and fucking laughing our ass. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> we watch it out. Right. Anyone else have a video game thing? Yeah, I do too, but like, uh, I feel like we haven't talked about the Ukraine at all, which is something that's going on. Oh, got to talk about news. Yeah, Ukraine. we can actual, talk about real world Ukraine? actual things going on, but I don't know. It's kind of a big topic. How much time do we have? <clears throat> 15 minutes. Do you want to do, do the whole, time. you guys are fully up to date on the Ukraine? I'm not fully up to date on the Ukraine. I just I know that they're that Russia fully invaded the Ukraine, and that apparently the deeper political this is correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, I will. The deeper political ramifications of Russia invading the Ukraine is that if America doesn't back up the Ukraine, the Ukraine okay, sort of rewind to the point where the USSR breaks up and Ukraine inexplicably becomes a nuclear power just because the USSR left something. Yeah, it's not inexplicably, right? The Ukraine was on the border with Europe and Russia had more nukes there than anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not I'm not saying inexplicably like make total sense from how it went down, but like Ukraine was not a real nuclear power. They just by accident were like, We did it on accident. (laughs) Hey, someone left all these nukes here. (laughs) Exactly. And apparently like like they were like part of the position of Ukraine was like, we really don't want these nukes, but the best thing is to just sell them to the highest bidder and I'm pretty sure that's not what the world wants. And the world was like, No 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 (laughs) Don't sell all those nukes. They're like, but it'd be great for economy. (laughs) We we could really use this money. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So for whatever reason, it was uh, the UK, the USA, and Russia signed a defensive yeah. treaty with the Ukraine. So, so U- Ukraine disarms, and in exchange for disarming, the Ukraine gets like fucking like full real protection from the UK, the United States. Specifically, and that their their territorial borders never be altered. Like that, it's like very specific. If if anybody invades any other territory, the other three, the three sign-ins are supposed to come back and try and defend the Ukraine. So, so now Russia, Russia's one of those yeah. three, and now invaded. And apparently, like the larger fucking ramifications are that if the USA and England doesn't honor that treaty, then the Russia has at least like some degree of political backing to not honor any of the treaties they signed at the end of the Cold there's, War. There's like a lot a lot of people have defensive treaties with the USA and the UK. Like it's pretty big deal if they just decide to not honor defensive treaties. Exactly. Yeah, but but yeah, no, but in addition in addition yeah. to that, in addition to like a fucking public shaming of the defense yeah. fucking treaties that they well, have. There's places, you know, like like Taiwan, like like Lithuania. What do you mean? Like Slovakia, just sitting there watching this, like, huh. Yeah. Poland. Mm-hmm. Poland is the other big one. Yeah. But either way, but, but also that the additional ramification is that, like, it call, like, Russia could just be like, so we don't need to pay attention to treaties yeah. either. All those Cold War treaties we signed, since the U.S. doesn't pay attention to those, we don't need to pay attention to what we signed yeah. with them. So there's, like, a deeper, like, not just, it's not just calling the United States bluff, it's also, like, an excuse to void numerous Cold War treaties that the fucking Russia made with yeah, the United maybe States. Putin kind of getting his toes wet just seeing how it feels, like, yeah, exactly. seeing if anybody yeah, exactly. reacts. Kind of, kind of like yeah, that exactly. uh, Germany thing, 1930s. Well, like, hey, is, we're just going to, um, we're going to annex Austria? Well, you guys anyone? remember... Anyone? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You remember playing diplomacy, yeah, oh, right? Okay. So Russia starts with a fleet in Sevastopol, right? So Sevastopol is the main city in the Crimea. Crimea is all mm-hmm. Russian, mostly Russian citizens, Russian speakers, Russian nationality. But it's, it is part it's of the, the main Ukraine. port to 
enter the Black Sea? Specifically, it is the only deep water port in the area. So Russia does have access to the Black Sea now, but it's not. None of theirs are deep water ports, so they can't get any real trade ships in that come from um, outside through the Mediterranean. Through the Mediterranean, so it's kind of a big deal having access to to Sevastopol, and like. The only reason that it belongs to the Ukraine right now is Khrushchev gave it away in the 50s. So it's not even like it's been like part of the Ukraine for as long as history remembers. It's like fairly recent that it that it became Ukrainian territory. Right, like by all accounts, it's Russian. Yeah, pretty much. So, Except when you're yeah. Ukraine and you have a fucking shitty economy. And an, yeah, and a nuclear fucking treaty with <laughs> with the USA and the UK. <laughs> and, three of the right. mo- three of the biggest nuclear exactly. powers. Like, the there's world. a reason they they signed that treaty, and there's a reason they want everybody to honor it and to keep this because they're making bank yeah. off of Russia paying to access the port. So like, yeah. you know, it's a little more gray. I I don't know if you watched the um, Vice did a really good journalism thing going into there talking about how like nobody wants to shoot each other fucking all these people are friends it's like the it's like a war that nobody has fired a single bullet you know because the first like if russia starts shooting all of there are tons and tons of reporters all over there who are going to be like russia shot first and then it's going to turn into like russia can't win that the the, like the political fallout mark the shark Hmm? he's he's in the ukraine right now crazy Crazy. it's a roller derby husband of George W. Huh. Real husband. And, and I have his engagement party cozy over there. Crazy. And uh, he's a he's a news cameraman. CBC? Yeah. Do we CBC or CBC CTV? Yeah, yeah. Or is he just a freelance he, camera? He works. It's yeah. huh. contract. Yeah. His his Instagram feed is just insane. I'd imagine. Well, I mean, it's it's certainly less insane than what's going on in you know, a little bit south of there, right? Like, yeah, well, it's not nearly as There's violent no violent going on, and it's not, it's not like, like the political, um, like the, the, the civil war was in the Ukraine a couple months back, or weeks right, back. Right, but yeah. there have been large amounts of civil unrest in yeah. the Ukraine in the last little while. Oh, yeah, 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 that's, that's what I'm going at. I mean, and that, like, it's even been hypothesized that that, that whole thing was set up by Russia so that they could get the port. It's fucking crazy. I know, dude. That's how World War Three starts, kids. Well, it's like in in one way, it's exactly how World War One started, right? Or yeah. World War Two, sort of. They did a little bit of annexing, and then everybody dogpiled in. But like the opinion that you can that it's like okay to go to war in that style just doesn't exist anymore. People don't think like that. Yeah, but you kind of like you said, you just you sort you of look have at to a world something. that's really exhausted from the last, you know, yeah. 13 years since September 11th like the western world is kind of going oh fuck it <laughs> like yeah. just you know what that, that that side of the planet that's on the other side of us just fuck them well you're saying that but it's not the case right we, I, we've no, 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 had I our would military out there for fucking ever as has the states like and we're not we're, t- we're talking about like public yeah. opinion like there is certain like certainly the opinion that on the other side of the fucking world, and so who cares? Yeah, but that like, that, do we really need? Do, like, in, in a, an average, well, an average American citizen is thinking, "Boy, we are not going to finish paying off the Iraq War for for my generation." Yeah, uh, we're still in Afghanistan. Like, just just we fuck go, it. Like, we... Just I don't I don't care. Let them burn each other to the ground. Yeah. Like I'm sure there is that, opinion. but I don't know, man. Like, like treaties. What will they do for us if we go over there? Doesn't matter. They disarm nukes for us. They they already did their part. Because if Ukraine had its own nukes, they could shoot them at fucking Sochi. Uh, I I read somewhere that <laughs> what damage the beautiful hotels they have. Well, right now the uh, Paralympics yeah. are going on. Come on, someone do it. <laughs> <laughs> Horribly crippling and maiming several of our athletes. <laughs> are you happy now? He made me say it. Yeah. God damn it! That was the worst. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. Like it's in a holding pattern right now. You know, like Russia's kind of backed off a little bit. Um, yeah. But they're still talking about like voting to secede away from the Ukraine. Which is that even possible? Like a whole bunch of governments have gotten together and said like we won't recognize it if you do. Which does have some direct relevance to our particular part of the world because there are people who might vote to like can you imagine if Quebec votes to separate the government is like yeah we don't acknowledge that and the USA is like no we don't acknowledge that either <laughs> like, so, there's a bunch of angry Quebecers and then uh, yeah everybody's just going to ignore what they said maybe the Canadian military will show up and Can- be like Canada just replies with hashtag disagree yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on Canada's Twitter again. 
Quebec gets separated. Comments. Hashtag yeah. disagree. What? Didn't happen. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> Quebec is separated. Fuck. Asterisk. Yeah. Fuck. That's such a. That's another thing. Fuck. The, the fucking local yeah, politics. The oh we're up in the polls, so let's have an election. Fucking eight months after an election, because fucking we believe in democracy. And also, oh wait, shit. My our fucking leader is now under like suspicion from the Carbono Commission, but all Carbono Commission inquiries are put on hold while there's an election. Yeah. Also, there there Lulls. was a um. Didn't they campaign on not calling elections just to? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. They made a whole like was part I of the charter. I don't understand how you the could, earliest election. No, like how she could. Just go with that. It's like it's transparently like, political manipulation. Yeah. Like it's so obvious. We we, we will not raise uh, fees for universities. Psych. Like we want that angry student vote. Yay! Raising tuition. Yeah. God damn exactly. it. We will not have an election. At least I think it was 2018. Yeah. Right. It was five. supposed to be a th- yeah. full five. Ha! Ah, eight, eight months. <laughs> And yet, like, public opinion is still with her, right? That, because like, the liberals are a giant corrupt monster that so, so many bad. people are still mad at. Like, so bad. It's like a fucking the worst. And on top of that, too, we, we were fortunate enough to live in Montreal that uh, your votes matter less. Because yeah. <laughs> take that. You want to a vote that matters? Go up to a Bitsabee. And your vote is worth like the vote seven, of a, like 10 Montreal. Times 10 times the Yeah, exactly, the whatever Montreal. it is. Yeah. So fucking stupid and that that's it like even like my 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 mm-hmm. father the like hardcore Jehovah's Witness and whatever else like that was just like was bitching about this he was just like he's like it's fucking easy for them to like discount fucking Anglos and discount fucking immigrants and discount whatever because they don't deal with it it is not a part of their life like a person in a turban is still scary to them because they just they don't they've never seen right. one except for on terrifying news reports about terrorists. <laughs> like, you know, like, they're just like, they're, they're not, oh, no, they're regular people. No, they're not. They're terrifying because I fucking only watch French TV. Like, that is my entire world view is through a fucking northern Quebec little tiny television box well, or whatever. Like, that's fucked up. Like, the, the people that are controlling the, like, future of the province are, like, not, like, educated or informed enough to do so. Like, you could fucking win an election without the island of Montreal. Like, pretty awful. It's fucking crazy. Like, how could, how does that make sense? Like, how, like, and I mean, like, not to, not to fucking, uh, like, discount all the other people, but it's like the same thing. It's like, I don't think that you should be able to become in charge of Ontario without Toronto. Like, if Toronto should have some sort of a, like... Well, votes should be worth the same for everybody. That's the yeah, whole just point. Representation, of, yeah. representational voting of just, like, straight numbers. Yeah. How many votes did you get? Oh, no, it's a riding system. So your vote... You need 20 Montrealer votes like, to equal I mean, one okay Northern the Quebec ridings, vote. As long as the, like, ridings... They're redistributed according they're to population. according to population, right? Like, that yeah. would be... That, that would make more sense. It's like a four-block radius riding in fucking no, you Montreal. You just have, like, less... Yeah, you have more ridings in Montreal. That's... That's it. You just have yeah, more ridings in Montreal because yeah. there's more people here. Yeah. More yeah. ridings in Quebec City. There are more people there. Yeah, exactly. Which which there is, but it's still not even close yeah. to proportionate. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there are still a lot more, more ridings in Laval, Montreal. More ridings in the South Shore. And like, less up north. Right? Well, I mean, there's already I mean, like, a spread lot them <laughs> big, bigger, bigger ridings up north. Bigger ridings. Not necessarily less, but it's like this one riding will now care, like cover like fucking a bigger region because guess what? You don't have the fucking people to support that many things. It's true. Fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, the other thing about that election is um, Carl Pelado is now being like, so wait, you're still a controlling shareholder in Quebecor Media? You're you're running as an MNA? Yeah, that's crazy. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you're wow. controlling the media in Quebec, Mr. Parti Quebecois MNA wannabe? That is fucked up. He's like, I don't, I don't see a conflict of interest there at all. I just pre-video, and anyone pre videotron for anyone who votes anyone me. anyone who <laughs> disagrees with me is more than happy to appear on television and say, oh wait, no, no, there's no television for them to appear on and say so, because <laughs> I won't let them on yeah. my TV channels. No, nope, not yeah. gonna happen. Fucking crazy. <laughs> the means the Ministry of Communication, whatever. The just, just amazing. Yeah. And can you imagine, tr- like, being in his writing and trying to call to complain about something that you want the government to take care of? Please be advised, the current wait time to reach the <laughs> M&A Carpellado is... 
45 minutes. We appreciate your vote. Please hold. I don't know what to do about any of that stuff. I'm like pissed off enough to want to do something. And you kind of can't. Like the shitty, the shittiest part though. It's just like, then vote. But it doesn't matter because Montreal is not the fucking nope. problem. Like, <laughs> like, like, who are you going to vote for? The liberals. Like, they're, like still, they're still the corrupt Our, our writing went liberal like 17,000 to 2,000 or something. Like, it's not even. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, this. Well, yeah, exactly. I was going to be like, no, the NDP. But then I was like, no, that was. That's federal, yeah. federal, not provincial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. In the NDG Cotonais writing, it's liberal, yeah. and you're done. And the like, the like the doubly like shitty part is like other than going up north to like re-educate people. That's yeah. like it. Like it's just because I mean, like I I feel like she's like I really like I I hope I hope that she's fucking stupid or something and. That they're that she's lost the student vote, like I would hope that that is a thing that happened. I mean, I can't be sure. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm not separation. Like, just, or whatever. just the idea of it bothers me. Like, it just it just bothers me. Like how someone like Pelado can become so rich selling American television, mm-hmm. yeah, and be like, no, we have to protect our culture. Like it just it boggles my mind that he's like, man, you have to watch again True Detective on HBO on Videotron where you gotta get the full movie package to, to get HBO and oh my god so many Seinfeld reruns and that's how I made my millions of dollars right but man we cannot we cannot let that invade our culture at all like, it just uh, it gives me a headache thinking about it broken. yeah the other one like people don't remember but the, the like Montreal was the economic capital of Canada until the first election or the first referendum. Like the 60s, yeah, it yeah, went, yeah, yeah. And then there was a whole bunch of terrorism and a whole bunch of headquarters from companies were like, yeah, fuck this, and just took off and went yeah. into Ontario. And that's when Toronto and Ottawa sprang up more. You will, you have a... You, I don't know if you say where you work. Have you ever said where you work? You work for a major Canadian yeah. corporation. And there's like a good chance that the tax breaks that are given to a major Canadian corporation will just disappear under separation. You'll get a call from your boss being Move like, to "Vancouver, or you're fired." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not yep. impossible. Because like, because they probably will not provide those tax breaks to a Canadian corporation anymore. So they'll be like, "Well, why the fuck would we have our offices here?" So long. Yep. Like even without the terrorism level, it's just that they they won't get the fucking like their tax breaks that Canada gives to Canadian yeah. companies. Like so, they would just go to back to Canada where they get those tax breaks. So they'd be like, "Move to where we're putting our offices." It's mind-boggling. I, I work yeah. in healthcare, and just the whole charter thing blows yeah. my mind. Like, there is not enough doctors and nurses in this province, so let's, let's get rid of the Jewish bunch ones. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's comical, yeah. except well, sad. We should come up with something we can do about this. We got a month. Yeah, it's, and it's so fast yeah. too. Like it's so sketchy because it's like it's like double sketchy because it's so fast. Being like election in a month, get ready. <laughs> Seriously. Well, apparently everybody who was in the know, everybody in politics was like ready for it. They all knew she was going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. All. Oh, yeah. All the opposition, whatever, was just sort of like as soon as she's up in the polls, that is step one because they want the right. majority. Yeah. Like, I really like. Do you guys really think that she has like a fucking real chance of getting a majority? Like, I think that they could win again. But could they win a majority? Well, isn't that's that why she's that, like, doing it now? Because she can? Because she's up in the yeah. polls, but, like... Like, I, I don't know. Like Again, she did a whole bunch of that really crazy racist shit that people love. Right. Who loves that shit? And the Charter of Values off the island of Montreal is, is beloved. They're just like, oh my god, I don't have to deal with that woman in hijab anymore when I go to the hospital. That is great. It freaks me right out. I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> yeah. All all of the English hospitals in Montreal have have made statements before it was finally thrown out saying we just we just won't do it. Mm-hmm. We we don't care. The That's Jewish good. General, the Jew, Jewish general started it and then all the other English hospitals were like just just no, we, Doesn't we cannot. Matter, yeah. <laughs> we cannot afford to lose, you know, these, these doctors, doctors, these, these nurses, nurses, the support these staff. Ladies. Like we just we can't. Hmm. There is no one there to replace them if these people go home. You know why? Because all the French doctors went to the States where they can make more money. Like, right. just, and these English doctors will do it too. Man, that's so fucked up. Fuck. 
It's a down note. Super down. NES, oh man, is that that's the end of the NES? That's it. That's how NES wraps up. Thanks, guys. Oh. Thanks for listening. <laughs> fuck, fuck. I guess. I guess. I guess vote. Yeah. I don't know. If you especially if you if you live in northern Quebec, vote because your vote is worth more than our vote. Vote not stupid, Northern Quebec, to our one listener. You have the power of almost all of our friends. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and then go watch that Justin Bieber video. Yeah, because that's great. True Detective. <laughs> Here's what you do. Vote on April 6th? 7th? Whatever the date is. Watch True Detective. Watch that Bieber video. You got your fucking month planned out for you. Have Report a great back. one, Internet. Bye. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.